It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas the Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I am just so very thankful for each one of our listeners that are tuning in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. It is just such an honor to have all of you listening in to this fabulous show that you are going to hear today. As I have with me my returning monthly diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about wild connections and being human. Oh my, is this ever going to be a great chat today. So Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes, you know, my name is Deb Matlock, and I'm coming with to you all today from Colorado, and spring just started this week. We've got a little bit of snow on the ground, but I run a small business called Wild Rhythms, and the focus of that business is helping people weave their eco-spiritual journeys into their life and their work. So I work a lot with individuals and practitioners who are interested in creating their own innovative and unique nature connection activities for their clients and communities. And this topic of being human and wild connection is is a foundational topic to where all of my work and also my personal life has actually come from as the years have gone by. So I'm excited to chat about it. Oh, oh, Deb, yes, this just fits perfect into Wild Wild Rhythms, your website of Earth Animals and Spirit. I just love it, and how you help others where in the web to put all of that together. That is just so beautiful. I love it. Well, as we start to chat about this, and you have experienced so much through all the individuals you have worked with, the groups, the different organizations, a little bit of everything, how do you feel that the wild connection all brings us together in playing a part in us being human? Oh, I just kind of got chills when you said that question. I think I think it's the, the first thing that comes to my mind is that it's important to remember that we don't become who we are as individuals or as a species in a vacuum. You know, we're not sitting on the moon, for example. You know, we're not floating out in space. We are here on this earth. And so all of our interactions from the time we're a tiny little baby and we're we're sitting outside and we get curious about, you know, a bird in a tree or a sound we're hearing rustling in the leaves, all of these interactions, all of these connections feed into us and, and they start to mold us and shape us into the people that we become, you know, as adults and, and as we move through our lives. And so... I think it's just such a beautiful acknowledgement that our relationships, whether they're human or with the rest of the living world, they are, they are who we, we are. We can't Mm -hmm. pretend, you know, we didn't, we didn't all become ourselves sitting in a dark room in a vacuum. Yes. Oh, oh, how true that is. 
and all of our interactions from when we are little. I mean, it just it just flashed into my mind of when I was little and growing up, and we always had goldfish in the stock tanks for the cattle. And I loved to watch the little goldfish swimming around and what what a part they played in making a connection with them because the beauty they brought and just watching them and just being outside in nature. And I remember making mud pies and <laughs> just different things of that we did. So how true it is that it goes, it starts when we are just little and just starting to explore the outdoors and explore what's around us. And to me, it's how it all weaves together to bring us in to who we are today. And I I love how you said that of all the interactions of when we are small. So those were a couple thoughts that just immediately popped into my mind about when I was growing up and when I was little. (laughs) And I think that, you know, for each of us to reflect on our our childhood memories with that curiosity of, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what are the things that occurred in my childhood or relationships I had with the tree in the backyard, you know, or an animal I was growing up with or, you know, just all those little things if we let ourselves dig into those memories a little bit and just get curious about because we, we may find that there are threads that have carried through into our, our lives as adults that kind of surprise us, you know, like, like the mud pies, for example, you know, like, are there threads from those little, those little mud pies that, that fuel, you know, you today and the work you do today and the way that you are in the world today? And, you know, I think it's a fun, it's a fun question to ask ourselves. Oh, I do too. At what part did they play into weaving us into who we are and connecting with earth, with animals, with the spirits, with everything around us. Because it's just, it's just so beautiful. Because, I mean, when I was growing up, it was the same sky out there and above us that it is right now. And how that all played a part into weave into who, who we are making, who each individual is becoming each day. And the animals have, in my life, they have always played such an important part. And I mean, I've, I've loved them from when I was little and, uh, continue to love them. And they're just, I just can't, it's hard for me to manage to even imagine life without them because I have been very fortunate and blessed to have my dogs and my horses in my life all the time. And I'm just like, they are such a big part of what has made me who I am. So, and I feel they, they, it all comes together in being a part of the wild connections to make us humans into who we are today. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, if we want to get kind of deep into the realities of, of what it means to be alive on this earth, you know, and I'm not talking necessarily about belief systems and philosophies as much as just the kind of the facts. The facts are we have to eat. The facts are we have to breathe, that we have to drink water. You know, the the fact of the matter is is that our needs are very similar to all the other animals' needs, you know, space and nourishment and, you know, opportunity to um, fulfill our lives, you know. And all of those things are very deep, intimate connections. You know, whether we're, 
eating, whether it's animals or plants, you know, we're eating the earth and the, the beings on the earth. And whether we're um, conscious of those actions or not and conscious of, of the choices we make, um, you know, it's, it's like those are the things that kind of also make us who we are. And I think that those, those initial connections are what fuel, you know, are, are fuel how we do things and, and how, we, how we decide to operate our daily lives and, and how we have consciousness. You know, like I have a lot of, um, of friends who are hunters who have some of the most beautiful deep connections to wildlife that I've ever seen. And it's because of their awareness of this deep connection. And and they're they're weaving their experiences of of loving animals, but also also wanting to um, acknowledge that as they eat this animal that they've just killed, that they are in this deep wild dance of connection. And I think that there's there's such a profound way to be aware of of our connection, even when it's not all hearts and flowers, so to speak. You know, it's not all bird song. Mm-hmm. Some of it is. But some of it is, is some other nitty-gritty stuff, and I, I think that that's where some of the beauty of, of really letting ourselves understand our humanness as a wild part of ourselves is so present. Oh, yes, yes. And I love how you said we all need the same thing, like we all need to eat, we all need to breathe, we all need water, and it's the same with the trees and the plants. I mean... And the flowers, they all need the ground and the nourishment from it and the rainwaters or if we're watering them to be able to thrive and they're breathing too. And it's just amazing when you start to look around how how we're all connected like that. We're all needing the same same basic facts in life to survive on and that that is what is so beautiful to me. It's such a beautiful connection that it's just incredible how we are all so connected and intertwined together. You know, exactly. And one thing I, I find myself thinking and, and saying a lot, I, I often write this on social media posts and I, I realize, wow, I must say this a lot. It's that we're more alike than we are different. And mm-hmm. I think that's another piece of this is what does it mean to be human and, and wild connection is really acknowledging that we're more alike with all the other beings than we are different from the other beings. And I'm even talking about earthworms and single-cell organisms. If we really let ourselves think about it, we have a lot in common, you know. And and one of those things that is so beautiful about commonality is it also allows us to see where our differences are. You know, when we acknowledge so much commonality, we can also say, oh, so how am I different and what can I do with that difference? You know, what can I do with, with my human brain or my opposable thumbs or, you know, what can I do to to really be a supportive and um, compassionate force within the face of this commonness that we all have? Oh, oh yes. Oh, I love that. How you can look at your differences and be a compassionate force. Come with love from where, come from your heart is how I would put it. And how you can really, I see it as how you can use the differences to to help something else to make their life maybe a little better. Like if we're kind of going through some dry weather and the flowers are needing a drink, we have the capability and 
have that in your heart and see that, that it needs a drink too. Or the birds, if you are watering them. I know mine water out of all winter long. They have watered out of the heated dog water bowls outside. And it's just those little things that you can see when you stop and kind of look and think about how you can come from your heart and make a difference to make some of their lives a little bit easier too because they give you so much and I love how we can give back in a compassionate way to them also. You know, that makes me think of a story that has happened in Colorado here a few times in the winter where we've had big snow dumps in the higher mountains. And Mm -hmm. sometimes like a large herd of elk will get stuck in a valley or, you know, where the the snow is just so deep. And they're just stuck. And after a certain amount of time, you know, they've, they've eaten all they can eat in that area and they would normally need to be moving. And they can't. And... It's been more than once that the Parks and Wildlife Department has gone in and and done aerial drops of food mm-hmm. for these for these elk, you know, and it just gets them through until the snow melts down a little bit and they can start their natural movements. And you know, some of that people may say, well, that's a management choice, and and yeah, part of it probably is, but there's also a part of it that is knowing that these animals are up there stuck and they need food because we are so similar. We would be in the same boat. You know, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be able to live for very long stuck in one spot all year, you know, for a whole season either unless we had really stored up our food. So it's just such a beautiful expression of of all the different ways we can, big or small in our lives, we can say, wow, I, you know, I, I acknowledge that I am who I am because of who everybody else is around me. And, and like you said, sometimes it might mean we can put some water on the flowers in our yard. You know, that, ooh, do you look really thirsty today? I can I can fix that. Yeah, it's, it's just such little things. It doesn't have to be, to me, the great big things that you sometimes hear about that others are doing. It's the small things that you can do to make a difference and feel that wild connection of how you are helping each other and how much the plants, the trees are enjoying that nourishment or the birds are enjoying a place to be able to get a drink. Or I know there's a lot of people that love to feed the birds. And to me, that is just beautiful because in the wintertime especially, you're giving those birds the nourishment that they are so needing when there's not all the bugs and everything on the ground that they can be foraging on. So it's just taking a step back a little bit and looking and seeing. So many people are already doing things like that to make that connection that I I often wonder, do they really realize what a connection they are making and what a difference they're making in those birds or trees or wildlife life by the little things that they are doing in that way. So it's just kind of taking a step back, like I said, and just just look at what you can do and what you are already doing to make a difference and to make that connection. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think that this is where, where we can also step in and say, okay, we have all this connection and all this commonality, and and now with my human brain, what can I do to learn about how to do this really well? And, and like, I love the example of feeding birds because 
learning about the birds in the area and who's migrating through when and what kinds of food sources are, are scarce at certain times. Um, learning about washing out bird feeders and managing for disease and all of these things are things that we can then take our human brain, educate ourselves so that when we're, we can go out there and really honestly do some incredibly good things. And I, it gets me so excited when I think about that. You know, I get really excited about education, and, and I've worked in environmental education for 25 years because, first of all, the world is just amazing. <laughs> you know, it's so mm-hmm. fun to learn about. And second of all, because the, the more that we learn, the more we can really acknowledge our deep relationship in a way that is, is so beneficial. And, and I think that that is such an empowering thing. When we all get in those moments, you know, sometimes the news can bring us down or, or the feeling kind of small and hopeless in the face of so much going on on this earth. And I think there's a lot of empowerment. We can, we can give our soul a little break, you know, by saying, ooh, I just learned about this new bird that I saw in my backyard. And here's when they're coming through and here's what they like to eat. Oh, okay. I, let me call my wild birds, you know, seed center and see what, you know, like it's such a beautiful, and like you said, it feels like a small act, but, but the beauty of every small act is it's not small to everyone it impacts. So like for those birds, that bird, for example, finding a, a station, a way station on the migration route that has what the bird needs is not a small act. You know, it's like, like I've heard people say, rescuing, rescuing a dog won't change the world, but for that dog, the world will be changed forever. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that is the kind of way we can so be beautifully dance in this space of wild connection and, and really become fully, you know, the depth of our humanness can really be expressed. Oh, I love that. I love that to dance in that with the wild connection because that's that's exactly what it is you like you said yeah rescuing one dog isn't going to make a difference maybe you feel in the whole world of dogs that need rescued but to that one dog it means the world and you've totally changed its life and oh that that just warmed my heart because i love that it's just taking that one one little step and to make a difference and i mean even with the birds enjoying their singing because they're all they're out there in the mornings they're out there all day long just singing away and if you just stop and listen to them they appreciate you hearing their music because they are that is how they communicate what they're giving to the world in their beauty and with their song and that's part of their dance with you i feel it is for me because to me it's just I call it music from heaven when I hear them singing because it's it's like the angels are singing and I just love it I just absolutely love it so that is there are so many little things and just something else that came to my mind we have black walnut trees all around here and I have never noticed in all the years I've lived here and noticed when the black walnuts they'll come apart they have the most beautiful heart some of them on the inside it is just it is it is unbelievable what a beautiful heart shape they have inside that black walnut shell i'm like oh my here you are laying on the ground and yet you are showing me beauty by having a heart shape in your in your walnut shell and uh, it was just something that came to mind when you we talk about wild connections because to me that was 
it was amazing. I was like, oh, my word, this is just beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that, you know, and it's it's like, again, it's pointing to something that is similar. You know, certainly mm-hmm. our heart plays a little different role perhaps, but the fact is the black walnut, you know, and and the human being have a heart, you know, and and it's just it's just like, again, we're just so much more alike. And I'm not I'm not simplifying and saying it's just, I mean I get you know the biological purpose of our heart to pump the blood and but I think we can we can move we can move into a place of saying you know how many different ways does the heart show up in the wild natural world you know ours is only one mammals and and birds and amphibians you know we've got one purpose you know our heart does one sort of thing but what about that black walnut you know that's a heart too. And mm-hmm. and it's such a fun way to look at, you know, what are all the ways that the an expression happens around us? Um, and again, informs us, because how are you changed by seeing that, you know? And it became a part of your fabric, your humanness, your soul. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm guessing it, it you know, you brought <laughs> it up, so it obviously meant something to you, right? So... <laughs> Oh yes, it meant a lot to me because now I I have quite a few of them in the house. I have one right here in my office I was looking at and it just came to my mind. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've got to share this because yes, now the really perfect hearts, I pick them up and wash them up and now I have them kind of laying around in different spaces and they, they mean something. They brought something into my life because I love the shape of a heart. It is just beautiful. It means so much. And in such a small way, this black walnut brought that from outside in nature into my life. And I can I can have it in my house, too, to remind me of the beauty that is out there. And it's all around. So, yeah, it, it, there are just so many ways that uh, we can become connected. I ha- Speaking of birds, the other evening we had a light shower here. And I was outside. It had stopped showering. And... I'm, I do not know what kind they are, but they're little black birds. And I mean there were thousands of them that started circling our place and circling up in the trees. And they were just making the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music. And so I just sat down on the ground with my dog and my cat and just sat there and just soaked it all up because it was, it was just gorgeous. And they just sang and they'd a few of them would fly off and then they'd circle back in and I was like oh my goodness that it uh it was it almost gave me the chills because it was just so it was so moving to see see them birds come in like that right around my house and on the place and they were just so calm and so peaceful and it just brought such tranquility to me after the light shower that we had here and it was it was just gorgeous and I just enjoyed that so much. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wonder, you know, I their experience of you and your cat and your dog and if they were there calm and singing, you know, it it was like obviously they of course they're aware of you, you know, mm-hmm. but they weren't mm-hmm. upset, they weren't flying off, they weren't, you know, um it doesn't sound like you know, so it sounds like this beautiful this beautiful dance, this beautiful connection and you know, adding to your your experience of life. And I think that that's one of the things that if there's really kind of one point in this conversation of, of 
kind of what does it mean to be human in connection with wildness and all of the rest of the beings, it's that our experiences make us. And, you know, that's true for our engagement with other humans, and it's just as true for our engagement with the world around us. You know, so that experience you described, you know, I could feel my heart, you know, getting happy hearing about it and imagining how, how happy and calm that made you, you know, and our experiences make us. And so when we consciously look at the world around us as, you know, basically constant experience, a constant chance for us to grow and develop ourselves as humans on this earth in these deep connections with the other beings around us, you know, it's like we, we kind of stand in a place of openness, kind of saying to the the magic spirits that be or what have you, you know, I'm open to experience. I'm open to going out after a rainstorm and, and having this shower of bird song and and just letting myself feel it, letting it permeate my, my being and just letting it move into me in whatever way it wants to, you know, and not having that an expectation of what that should be because then it can really be the authentic exchange, you know, just mm-hmm. um, like when I said good morning to you this morning, I didn't expect that you would say a specific thing. I figured we'd start to chat a little bit, you know, and our conversation would evolve. And, and so like if we go out with that expectation of just being open, mm-hmm. you know, what do oh. we, what do we allow? Oh, that is, that is so true. Just to go out and just, Enjoy. Enjoy the dance that you're going to have. Just like this morning, we had frost on the grass and everywhere. And it was just, when you said magic, it just came to my mind. Because that's exactly what I thought it looked like. It is just magical out here today. Because it just glistened in the sunlight. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it is just beautiful. It's just like the whole earth is dancing with me in this magical, magical frost that we have on the ground. And it was so pretty. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and I and I think it's like that's a perfect kind of segue um, into kind of remembering that we became who we are on this earth with the magical frost and the bird song and the clouds mm-hmm. and the, you know, storms and and all the things. You know, we're not we're not on um, for whatever whatever mysterious reason, we're not on another planet that's barren. We're not sitting on the moon living there not that the moon isn't beautiful but it's a different place right it's we would be probably mm-hmm. different people if that's where we were if that's where we were starting our lives you know and so i think it's just sort of this recognition and honoring that we kind of have to tip a hat to all the other beings too because you know we we often put humans at the top of the pyramid or at the center of the web but the truth of the matter is is that we we all need each other and that is one of the things that is a beautiful, I think of it as a spiritual kind of principle in a way, you know, it's just, we all need each other. And when we're doing it well, when we're here as conscious humans with our hearts open and our minds open, you know, what we really can do is be much more of a contribution to this earth than a than a deficit. And oh, I think yes. it's easy to forget that, but it's it's so true. Oh, yes, it is. Definitely. Oh, Oh wow, Deb, we could talk for hours about this because I just love it. So many, so many things keep coming into my mind, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe we have our show is almost over because this has just been fabulous. I've loved every moment of it. You've brought up so many good points and so many different ideas on it. How, when people listen to this and they're going, I want to connect with Deb Matlock. 
How is the best way for them to connect with you, Deb? Oh, I would love to connect with your listeners for sure. And people can start with my website, which is wild-rhythms.com. And from there, they can sign up for my newsletter or check out my social media um, icons, and we can connect in various ways. I also have a Facebook group called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. And I would wholeheartedly welcome any robust lifestyle listeners who want to join in there and um, you know continue these conversations. Oh, thank you, Deb. Thank you so much for sharing that, too, and for sharing everything you did. And I am so excited for in April when you're back and we are sharing more about all about the earth, animals, and spirit because, oh, it is just beautiful. Thank you so much, Deb, and you have an absolutely magical rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And I would like to thank each one of our listeners for listening to this absolutely invigorating show with our incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And remember, we all need each other in this world. It's all about earth, animals, and spirits, and all how we are all connected together and we can all dance together. How beautiful. Everyone, have a magical day. Remember, be kind to all and give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.